Welcome back to Brain Body Movement, the podcast for those interested in everything nutrition, training, and mindset. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Brock. Today's episode was another Q&A where we answered four questions that got sent to us through social media. Question number one, how do you recommend staying on track during the holidays slash Christmas period? Question number two, what's the healthiest fast food option? Question number three, should I be taking vitamins? Question number four, what does a day look like for you in the way of eating and exercise? That was in the back half of the show and in the front half, we spoke about our nutrition and training, discussed the survey about asking people if they are okay, spoke about a bit of movie memorabilia and the oldest land animal. All right, enjoy the show. Cultivate 12 people who love you because they are worth more than 12 million people who like you. And that the truth. <laughs> Just going to yeah. keep saying that each time I read one of these bad boys yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, same thing. I uh, I love these little uh, little snippets. What's the geezer's name again? Uh, Kevin Kelly. Um, you can get his book. It, something about I can't remember what the book's called, but shout out. It was <laughs> it was a few like bits of unsolicited advice he used to give um, each year for his birthday, and now he's just taken it off and written a book. So haven't haven't got the book yet. I'm just waiting until yeah. I've run out of the advice <laughs> that he's given me for free and. <laughs> And then I'll and then I'll purchase it. But yeah, he's he's a very good thinker, that's for sure. But yeah, I love I love that little snippet. Um, I believe it's the human brain can take in 150 people. Anything more than that is just sort of like I'm not going to remember that story. I'm not going to remember that story. So you can have a 150 people in your circle. To me, if 150 people is still a shitload of <laughs> shitload of people. Mm. So yeah, I'd much rather have 12 people that I'm really close with, really connected with, and people that love me than. 12 million followers on the internet or whatever it may be. Plus the human brain to, to take in that many thoughts and comments and opinions of 12 million people that just short circuits the human brain, at least this human brain. <laughs> yeah, the one the 150s, yeah, Dunbar's number um, is a theory, but I think it's probably about right. If you, if you could write down all the stuff, like all the people that you know off the top of your head of like um, who you're pretty good mates with and that, be hard to get over 150 people on there of maybe friends and family as well but even then it'd still be hard there's a reason why we don't like have that many people around us it's just so, so many people yeah i think ancestrally we're in these small tribes and well that's yeah, what he predicted just, yeah it's just, yeah it's it's the way the, the the brain developed in those small tribes is to you'd have one person for one thing you'd have one person for another thing that all be in these little tribes together just working to survive and continue the human species that's it and then we get wolves with us and then they become dogs domesticate them <laughs> yeah now we got fucking chihuahuas in purses and shit like how good <laughs> imagine that imagine that good. wolf just like fuck i'm just gonna be a chihuahua like fuck it up what's been going Hanging on out of paris hilton's purse yeah that's it you good uh yeah i'm good i want to ask you that question and I'd want to listen to your answer specifically. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> Why is that? Yeah. Oh, is so, it because of the weekend? So that no, no, no. There was a there was a survey recently done, right, in the UK, and they asked people, do they genuinely answer how they feel when asked the question, "How are you?" And nine times out of ten, except it's "You're right, bruv," over there. Yeah. But yeah. if if you're asked, "How are you?" Most people go, "Good, thanks." You or I'm fine, thanks. You or it's just a, a like a, a quick response. Yeah. How many people genuinely stop and go? Oh, I actually feel 
not too great today or I feel fantastic today or give their genuine feelings on, on how they are feeling. I'm one that tries to do that and the reactions you get from people when you're like, oh, actually not having the best day today, it's sort of like they're taken back like, oh, why'd I ask that question? What have I got myself into? <laughs> what have I got myself into now? So, yeah, that's why I was just asking that because that led nicely into that and it was two-thirds of people will, will lie about how they're feeling in regards to if they feel good or if they feel fine and, mm. yeah, just, just, just be honest. You may create a conversation with someone that makes you feel better or... Someone could be going through the same thing that you speak to and be like, oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. let's have it. Let's have a chat about this, and you never know what could happen from there. So that's why I wanted to ask it in that way. But how was your weekend? <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was good. Like just just touching on that though, like that's a that's an interesting point because I was <laughs> the way you said it, I was I was like, what the fuck? Where are you going? With Nervous. This? <laughs> yeah, I was. I wasn't. It wasn't like it didn't feel like a genuine thing. It was like I'm waiting for you to say this. So I think if you properly asked me like off camera easily say it but the way you, the way you actually presented it to me i'm just like where's this bloke going with this shit like <laughs> it's gonna bring something up but it's, it's so true like i think that goes back to dunbar's number as well of if you actually ask someone how they are like most people just don't want to have that reaction of having to go into like a deep conversation mm-hmm. with with people and it it's like when i used to be a chick check out chick at foodland I'd always ask, how you going? Every single one of them, pretty well nine times out of 10, they'd be like, yeah, good. How are you? And it's just like, and you can tell, like they're not always <laughs> that happy. And I've, I've spoke to people as well that are like, yeah, even if they ask me how I am, I always just go, yeah, I'm all good. How are you? Like without even like going deep because it's a big conversation and I'm just, you know, just trying to scan their food and they just want to get out of there. They don't want to have a full on conversation. And I think that's where, um, like yeah, yeah. In the, the old sauna chats come in like people being in the sauna half naked um, they just want to go deep in their uh, in, in how they actually are feeling so get some good conversations in there for sure um, but yeah I just wanted to, wanted to touch on that before before I told you about the old crazy weekend that I had yeah yeah, f- yeah. fill me in on that <laughs> yeah so Saturday morning a um, couple of the boys came around um mine just for some breakfast and stuff and then we headed to the races uh, well we headed to one of the pubs beforehand just for a couple of beers and then we went to um like this corporate box called the atrium and it was right on the straight um you can't you couldn't really see the cars as much as i would have liked but the thing is i reckon i saw about five cars that day because we were just inside in the air con <laughs> Like just, all in pit lane as well. Yeah, pretty well. Yeah, exactly. We're all in pit lane. We just the only, <laughs> only reason why I went to pit lane was because one of my mates was like, "Dude, they're like the commentators and stuff were like on TV in pit lane." We're like, Fuck, "Yeah, let's go get some fucking on on TV and shit." We missed them. That's why there was that time, like, screen time. Yeah, yeah. Like, p- picture of us um, on my Instagram, but yeah, that, it was a good time, and we could only order like four drinks at a time. So there was eight of us. So at one point, the table had like thirty plus drinks on them, just all opened up. Hardly any of them drunk because we just because it was like a full package of food and drink and everything. So yeah, we were just we were slamming them down. It's not the most healthiest thing, but um, we just stuck with beers and ciders, uh, no spirits, which was good. Um, so lasted up towards the most of that most of that time for like eleven till five, roughly, and then. Went saw Jimmy Barnes. Uh, I just did my thing and uh, got lost from all my mates. 
as I do. And then somehow they, yep, somehow they found me later on in the night and then it was pretty well time to just... Uh, With new friends? Yeah. Well, probably. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just <laughs> ended up ended up going home fairly early. So, like, got home around one, and then my mate came home with me, and we ended up watching The Emperor's New Groove um, for a little bit. But then he passed out um, on, on the couch with Maccas in his hand. So, went to bed and ended up watching that the next day. Also, ended up watching Finding Dory. And then watch Lightyear as well. So three Disney Classic movies. Disney Brad. <laughs> yeah. So you know I was a bit hungover. But yeah, I, I'm still feeling it a little today as well. Like, oh fuck, man. Getting it getting old and because I don't do it as much anymore, it's it just hits me a lot harder than it used to. I guess because yeah. yeah, one getting old and two, like it's like a massive shock to the body. So but still trained um on Monday. Um hit the sauna, still trained today as well. Um and then, obviously, because we we podcasted on Thursday, and then I didn't end up finishing the podcast yep. until Sunday, so I was podcasting all over. And for some reason, I like felt good after I did that. It's just something about doing something good on a day that you're absolutely wrecked, and you're like, okay, I've ticked something off, mm. and that I think that could go for anything as well. Like if you can just do one good thing throughout the day, if you're hungover or not. It's a good uh, direction to head um, because then you're like, oh, I actually achieved something today. Like that's, that, I can't remember the author, but there's a, a book called The One Thing. And it was like, you just write out all the stuff that you need to do. And then you just look at like, the, if there's one thing on that list that if you can um, get rid of most things or if you'll be happy that you achieve that, just do that one thing. Um and that one thing was the podcast <laughs> after three Disney movies, of course. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, it was it was a great time, great time with all the boys and and stuff. Like uh, next year, we'll probably go away somewhere uh, because I I do like that feel. Like the year before that, we went away. I like the feeling of waking up with everyone and then having breakfast with everyone and and stuff like that and dinner. That that yeah, has like absolutely. we obviously had lunch. Yeah, we had lunch there, which was delicious was like lamb roast and chicken and all that stuff and canapes and that but i think the whole vibe of like because we didn't even really watch the race it was so funny like um but yeah the vibe <laughs> of like waking up with everyone and going for breakfast and stuff is just that's a vibe so next year it'll be it'll yeah be that for sure yeah cool cool yeah, so you had a good weekend yeah bro it was it was good man what would you get up to uh so i had the um the yeah i had the I had the boat party on the sad day. I actually kept it pretty tame. So I was home by, I think, seven at the latest. Ooh. So it started at, tw- started at 12 and I was home by seven at the latest. So in bed, I worked on the Sunday, caught up on programs and stuff. So yeah, I was, I was actually pretty productive. I do want to talk about like my training and mindset and comments I've received from other people. So I, we'll start. I really with- look at those programs as well, bro. If I, if I <laughs> <you>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Training programs are sweet. Yeah, okay. Sam, <laughs> <laughs> let me have a look. Um, my training. So I trained once in ten days from going to Rufus until um this Monday. Mm. Once in ten days. Now I have noticed a severe decline in my my strength. Um, during that period, I lost a further one point five kilos, just because if I'm occupied, I don't 
I don't use my phone. I don't need it. I'm literally just in the moment talking to people, whatever it may be. So I lost a further 1.5 kilos. <laughs> I actually feel quite thin at the moment, I suppose is, is the right word. Um, I'm down to like thin. 80. Yeah, I'm down to like, down to like 87 kilos. I know I'm not thin or like skinny, but I'm down to like 87 kilos, which is quite light for me. Um, so there's that. And then I'm moved into a strength block today and I was doing sets of 100 for eight recently. And I was like, okay, I want to I want to work on my top end strength with my bench, like I mentioned okay. with the podcast recently. And I wanted to hit that 140. So my idea was 120 for two, 125 or 127 and a half for two, 130, 132 and a half in week three for two, and then try and go for 140 for one in that final block. Put 120 on the bar, just one. There's no way I was getting a second. Mm. So my strength has taken a, a big hit in me losing so much weight and being a bit depleted, lack of sleep, lack of routine and everything. So that's something to be mindful of. We talked about the how to manage partying, et cetera. I clearly haven't managed it because my strength's taken such a big hit. Now, it will come back quickly now that I'm increasing calories leading into into Christmas. It will come back. So I'm not, not worried about it, but it's just something to be mindful of for the people. Second thing is people making comments on my body. Now, I'm pretty thick-skinned, but the amount of people, in particular women over the age of 40 or 50, that have said to me, "Hey Brock, are you losing weight or have you lost weight?" And I've gone, "Yes." And they've gone, "Oh, don't look any, don't don't lose any more. You'll start to lose, look sick, or don't lose any more." It's like, hang on a sec. You don't see me going, "Hey love, have you have you lost weight or have you gained weight or whatever it may be?" Or maybe don't do that. It's my body. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the 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 need for someone to comment on my body and the way I'm looking the past week week and a half has actually blown my mind the amount of comments I've had it'd be in the double digits so I just wanted to touch on that there's no, never a need to comment on someone's body unless they go hey how do you think I'm looking at the moment or they actually ask for your opinion um I'm just bringing that up not because it not because it frustrates me or it annoys me or that it does frustrate me a little bit but it doesn't annoy me or I don't take it on board or anything it's just I want to bring that awareness to people of like it's it's just unnecessary. It doesn't need to happen unless someone asks for your opinion. Was this in person or online or both? In in, in person, all all in person. Yeah, all in the gym. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. these are people Which, you know, or just random people, or uh, a couple of just gym members that go to the gym that obviously know me through the gym, but a couple of from people that I know as well. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's unnecessary. But water off a duck's back is what it is. What was the third thing I said I wanted to touch on? Oh, my, my my mindset, my mindset at the moment. So I touched on this last week as well about how you lose weight and then you're like, oh, I feel skinny, oh, I feel skinny. And then we were talking about doing arm days. And, yeah, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. So as soon as I started getting like more food into my body over the past three or four days and resumed a more normal eating pattern, my weight's come up a little bit. I'm still like 88 kilos, which is quite light for me, but my weight's gradually come up and I'm starting to fill out my clothes a bit better. And it's just that regeneration of glycogen stores and having that fuel in me and yeah but my, my my mindset was not great there after after the boat party waking up saturday morning being like 87 kilos just from belly eating and being on my feet the whole time and burning a truckload of calories mm. so yeah be, be mindful of your mindset and and how you think about your own body appearance because it's likely highly distorted i believe they say or predict that if you were to walk past the a clone of yourself in the street, you wouldn't even recognize it was you. That's how distorted your own self-perception and self-image is. is You'd walk past a clone of you and you wouldn't even bat an eyelid because you wouldn't recognize that that was, in fact, you. 
Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a prediction that they've made that you'd walk past your your clone and yeah, wouldn't right. pick up on it. I walk past my clone all the time when I'm looking at mirrors at the gym, mate. I recognize myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, that's your own perception that you're seeing in the mirror. That's your own. We all see yeah, the world yeah. through our own unique glasses. So, yeah. But yeah, other other than that, tra- training's going well. I'll continue to progress with strength over the next three weeks. Hopefully, I'll hit that 140 kilo bench by New Year's because um, I think New Year's could be relatively large. I want to be a, with a, a group of mates, a close group of mates, and do something more like more like intimate. So, like we'll spend the whole day together, spend the night together, and then it is what it is. Uh, update. Real estate has been notified of the breaking of there the lease. Did they listen to the podcast today? <laughs> no, I, I, I emailed um emailed them yesterday, so that's all done and dusted. Um, so I'll be moving and starting the new year fresh somewhere else. What other updates do I have? I am going to Melbourne on the fifteenth of December. Okay. Now, reason being, I saw Rufus. I bloody loved it. I have the ability to go again because they announced the second show. So I'm going and seeing Rufus again. Nice. This time, this time it's going to be a completely different experience. So last time I was trashed. Obviously, didn't get let into birdies. Completely wrote myself off. This time I'll be going sober. I'll be singing my little, singing and dancing my little heart out, and I'll be trying to just fully take in a, a lifetime core memory, I suppose. Yeah. So be catching up with Adam down there. Yeah, Adam. Shout and, out, uh, Adam. <laughs> he messaged me. I was like, "Oh, mate, I'll be doing the doing the whole thing sober. I'm just down there for two or three days, and then done." ducking back up home and he's like oh doing the whole thing sober surely that's a piss take <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean we'll, we'll find out that's for sure we'll find out. <laughs> no not, no like, i will be to cut this out or something <laughs> <laughs> no no I, I will be but that's something that i'm looking forward to and then yeah so the, ne- the next month is is pretty jam-packed for me but i really want to focus on strength and feeling really strong again because I do not like the way that I felt last week when I did train and then yesterday when I trained, I felt quite weak, but I felt much stronger today when I trained with, I think I deadlifted 210 kilos, which is okay for me. And I did an 80 kilo Bulgarian and my best is, is 90. So I'm, I'm close to same numbers and as my calories continue to bump up and I gain a little bit of body fat and have more energy coming in, that should in, improve my performance as well. But yeah. That's a that's an update from me. <laughs> that's a pretty big update. That's yeah, good. That's good. That's what you want, man. Like uh, seeing Rufus again. Like you reckon you'll uh, enjoy it more, or um, it's hard to say. I, I think I, I I think I will. Hey, like there was a really really good group of people that we went with, and there was like a huge build up on my behalf because of I went to see them seven years ago, got cut short, blah 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 blah. So there was a big build up to seeing them the first time. And I thought, oh, well, I've got such high expectations. Usually when you have high expectations or something, it doesn't quite meet it. But they met and then exceeded those expectations. And as I was leaving, I turned around to um, the people that I was with and I was like, I would pay 10 times the amount of money to watch that exact same set right now again. Mm. And then they announced their second show in Melbourne and I was like, well, 10 times the money. It's not even 10 times the money for me to go flights, accommodation, a sneaky little getaway to Melbourne and to watch them again. Yeah. So why not? I'm, I'm in a position to do it. Who knows? Like my, my brain straight away was like, what happens if they split up in the next three years? What happens if they don't do another tour of Australia in two or three years? What happens if I have met someone and I don't have the finances to be able to go and willingly just do that? Or 
I could have a, a child in threes. Who knows what the future holds? So get the opportunity to do it now. Seize the moment. Seize the day. And go. <laughs> seize the day. Carpet DM <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, for sure, man. And if if you are listening out there and there is something that you're, you know, stuck on that you, you're thinking of doing, just fucking do it. Like, as long as it's not killing yourself, just... You know, mm. go out there and do something that you enjoy. Like, we do only have one life at this. Um, obviously, make sure that you can afford it. Um, but I think it's better to just go for it now and not live with that regret of not doing it when you could have. And instead of like living in living in the in the future of like, I'll be happy when I do this, or I just need to do mm. this. Don't delay your I happiness. Can... Yeah, exactly. It's full on delaying it. Like, I'll, I'll um, just save up this little bit, and then I can do it next year, or maybe the year after. I just, maybe I just want to have kids first, and then save up a bit of money, wait for them to get out of the house, and then we can, you know, travel the world or whatever. But you're in a different state. You're a different person. You're at a different age. So, different years of your your age, and I guess different years of the world is going to be in a different state. So you're going to experience everything differently anyway. Like, however old you mm-hmm. are and your mindset around everything, like your mindset right now isn't going to be the mindset you're going to have like 20, 30 years down the road. Sometimes I just don't get when people won't travel. <laughs> like, it's the like the best thing that's ever happened to me, I think, personally, like for growth too, of just mm-hmm. going out that's there and meeting people. Like, on. yep, of um, figuring out yourself, like, Yes, there's maybe some safety reasons with women and that, but like you can travel with other women or other men um, and go from there. Like, just be smart about it. It's just so much to see out there, so much to experience. Like, I just don't get why people don't travel. Like, I don't know. It's... Neither do I, but different strokes for different folks. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I think people just don't yeah. know that they don't know how good it is. <clears throat> That's you know, true. You... That was very much me. That was that was for me, hundred percent. So Mitch, my best mate, was like, "Oh, I'm going on a trip to Bali. Would you like to come?" And I, I sort of, until that trip, he, I was sort of saying to Mum, "I'm like, I can't. Why would I want to leave Australia? Australia is beautiful. Like, why would I, why would really? I leave here?" And, and yeah, 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 very much so. And then I went to Bali, and I was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> this is very different. Yeah, this makes me feel very good about my circumstances of where I live, my wage, the quality of water I have, the the food available to me." my my quality of life like mm-hmm. and then obviously made the move to london and what a trip that was so i I did a summer solo learned a lot about myself caught up with some people from australia then did another 12 months in london then did another european trip and yeah learn so much about yourself and it's the the most growth i've experienced in my life other than probably the start of this year would have been living in London and traveling and seeing different cultures and experiences and learning different ways of doing things and seeing different people's perspectives and talking to others. And yeah, it's the biggest growth experience. I think you can, uh, you can experience as a human, I feel other than like some sort of deep trauma of some sort, but yeah, I think traveling is is a must. (laughs) Traveling is a must for anyone out there. Even just like a small trip away, like to even like, Queensland, there's um, places up there. It didn't even feel like uh, what is it, Port Douglas? Didn't even feel like it was Australia. Like you could go there and you'd be like, "What the <laughs> hell?" Like it's totally different to 
and like you would have come you came down here and you're like yeah totally different again so there's we got a good backyard but i think also experience other cultures and other people too just like just opening up and seeing like how they see the world as well when you talk to them you're like fuck i didn't even realize that Mm -hmm. like just little things it's i can't think of anything now but there is just so many things you're like oh like when i went over in london i was like they were like oh why why do you say that like what does that even mean i'm like i haven't even really thought of it i'm like it's just what we've always said and (laughs) you know and like and you think about it and you're like oh that's probably why we say that and then they explain why they say it differently or whatever it is and you're just like okay i'm learning a bit now and and then probably the the not the next best thing but another massive growth hack i guess you could call it is either listen to audiobooks or reading books or or podcasts and stuff like that that is something that has cuz like think about it, especially a book you've got this person's life work all their ideas all concise in this one little like whatever page booklet it is and you can like read that within like under 10 hours like you could do it in a day easy depending on how big the book is um and audiobooks three or four hours so um and you're like wow okay and then obviously you need to reflect on it that's the thing like i see like this was me um probably a year ago um i've changed now um but education 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 and no action yeah, exactly. And well, it's more like I'm reading this book. I finished this book. I'm reading this book now. I finished this book, and like not even implementing or reflecting on what that book even meant. Like, so I'm like having to reread books or re-listen to books because I am like I do need to hear it a few times for me for me to get it. Sometimes I kind of like drift out of like, and and sometimes when I'm reading as well. So it does take me a little bit longer to process what I am reading. Like, I think there is a point where you're getting all this information and then it's just getting stored somewhere because there are times when someone will say something to me and then I'll be like, that doesn't sound right. And then I'm like, I swear I've heard something different, but I can't pinpoint what it is. Um, And then I go look it up, recheck what they've said. I'm like, ah, that's why that's wrong because of this, this and this. So, I I think it is like subconsciously there, but I think yeah, implementing certain things from certain books is a lot better than just reading it for the sake of reading it. So yeah, implementation like without action. No, what's what is it? Like reading it without implementation is just a a waste, really. Like mm-hmm. so yeah, that's but it's it's great. Like I always pride myself on not reading a book for so long until i went to london so did i yeah i was so like I. I was that and I'm like oh, why do i need to read books like that's such a like nerdy thing to do <laughs> i'm like oh i read one goosebumps book and that was it that's good enough for me and now i'm like no nah, i need to forever keep keep learning and forever learning some wise man said to me in london forever learning <laughs> brother forever learning forever yeah <laughs> put that on a t-shirt but yeah no it's it's good you need to don't you yeah so uh speaking of our (laughs) own backyard and how good we have it here is it bloody hot down there at the moment it is yeah it's insanely hot here so something i want to touch on my gym is half air conditioned half open air so the air conditioning can make its way out and it's quite humid here like I'm i'm a little bit tropical 
It's 34 or 35 degrees today, so it's quite warm. I cranked some salt into a glass before I started, a, a gram of salt, because of how much I knew I was going to sweat in my workout. And the shirt that I'm wearing completely changed color, and it is black, so that is hard oh. to do. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I just want to like remind people that if they are training in different conditions and that they're hotter conditions or they're tropics where there may be more humidity, to you will have to adjust your hydration according to that because if being dehydrated or having like a, a low sodium potassium balance or being low in magnesium, these are electrolytes you lose through sweat. Um, it can be very detrimental to your health. It can create headaches. It can create poor training performance. It can create poor sleep. So mm. I just wanted to remind people of don't be afraid of, of salt if you are eating predominantly whole foods um, and make sure you stay hydrated because hydration is pivotal. It is. Yep. I'm glad you touched on that, especially as uh, the southern hemisphere is heading into summer um, and in Australia, there's just something about Something about that sun hitting us, hitting us. Mm. It just, especially in uh, Adelaide where I'm from, it there's just she's warm. It's just a different heat, like compared to um, Queensland or compared to even somewhere over in Europe where be out all day. I'm like far out. Got a tan, and over here it's just like five minutes over your normal tanning, and you are burnt to a crisp. So put some sunscreen on. Don't stay out too long. Uh, make sure you're hydrated, uh, get in some shade, um, unless you really love tanning and that. But you know, skin cancer is a real thing. So just Absolutely. be mindful. Just be mindful. Yeah. Especially in Australia. Yeah. Stay, staying on the Australia theme. Mm. Some uh, great news. Bandicoots, bilbies, potteroos, a couple of them have been released back into the wild after they were borderline on extinction. Uh, four male and two female Gilbert Potteroos were released into Western Australia. Um, a bilby regeneration repopulation program was effective, and there's now they've released a further hundred into the wild. So some great news for Australian wildlife and marsupials that can only be found in Australia. So I thought that was pretty cool, and we we're talking about Australia, so I was like, you know what, I'll bring it up. Yeah, that's great. That is that's so good. We. You ever seen bilbies in that before? I I have, yeah. Not not wild. Not wild, no. In the yeah, yeah, in in a zoo, but yeah, there was something like under under a hundred of these potteroos, mm. and they were all in all in captivity, and now it's to to a point where they're trying to release them back into the wild in, in WA, which is fantastic. That's so good. That's good to see, yeah. isn't it? For yeah, sure. absolutely. Mm. Sticking on that animal theme. Do you want to take a guess? Oh, you probably know. <laughs> so I've like, messaged it to you. <laughs> but uh, what do you reckon is the oldest living land animal? If you were to have I don't a know. guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a 190-year-old tortoise, right? Oh, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she, she, seashells giant tortoise. So his name's Jonathan. So happy birthday to Jonathan. He would just had a had his hundred uh, ninetieth birthday, so he was thought to have been born on eighteen thirty two in in eighteen thirty two. So he's uh, lost his sense of sight and taste, unfortunately, um, and he might be on the up and coming Love Island season, <laughs> apparently, in spite of his age. So 
Um, yeah, he's still got his uh, good libido and seen frequently to mate with fellow tortoises. Emma. Good go, 190 years young. Yeah, Emma and sometimes Fred. Um, animals often not particularly gender sensitive. So, there you go. It's in the Guinness He's- Book of Records. So the oldest animal land, land animal land on animal. Uh, land animal yeah on mm-hmm. Earth is bisexual. That's yeah, the it. that's the fact you're coming out with there. Correct, and quote me on that one. <laughs> uh, do you want to do you want an animal fact? Because I know I brought up the bilby thing, but I do have yeah. an animal fact. Yeah. So it's about roost. It's about roosters. So roosters, when they crow, you know how obnoxiously loud it is. Mm-hmm. So that's right near their ears, right? You think that'd probably be harmful for their own hearing with. With how loud it is. So when the, the rooster lets out his crow, he actually tilts his head back. And the tilting of the head back covers their ear canal completely and mm. it serves as like a, a built in earplug. So mm. it prevents them from going deaf to the sound of their own loud crowing because they tilt their head back. So they don't tilt their head back to like open their throat to be louder. It's to cover their ear canal so they don't go deaf. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Imagine the ones that don't do it. They'd be screaming even louder because they'd, they'd be deaf. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, so I, I think it's just a, a natural thing that they do is that the, the, the head tilts back, covers that ear canal, bang, can't hear a thing. Let's let this crow go and piss off a whole heap of humans. Yeah, oh, of course. Have you seen that video where the guy just goes into the actual um, <laughs> barn or whatever it is and just fucking goes nuts at it? And the rooster's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Boy, he can't hear a thing. He doesn't know what's going on. Oh, exactly. <laughs> he don't know how loud he's doing it. Uh, that's funny. So, which uh, piece of movie memorabilia would you pay a shitload of money for? Um, I don't know. I'm not a big movie guy, so... There's probably nothing that really interests me that much. Like, what's right. a what's a real popular movie that I like? I can't really can't really think of anything. The new Avatar's coming out. Are you excited for that? Yeah, I bet you are. I'm I'm keen. I's. that's definitely a I, Lux Hoyt Lux kind of deal with that one. Yeah, so I think I'm going to do that when I'm down in Melbourne. I think I'm going to oh, yeah. go full full experience it. It'll be out by oh, fifteenth of November, man. It's oh, the shit. same day, same day of Rufus. So I think that I'll go Rufus next day. Bang movies. Oh yeah, exactly. Because you'll be uh, you won't be hung over anything. I won't. No. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> uh, and anyways, side anyway. tangent. I, I I can't think. I can't think of anything in particular. Okay. There's I'll, nothing that really screams out to me. I'll um I'll I'll ask you of uh, two memorabilia. So you know the the movie Castaway. With Tom Hanks? Yes, I certainly do. Wilson's Ball. Wilson's Ball, yes. So, how much do you reckon that went for? Now, we're not like, it's not huge, like, because obviously I'm asking you this now and it's an auction. So, obviously, your price is going to be a lot more than normal. But how much do you think it would be? Yeah. Uh, is it going to be a in ball. The It's just a volleyball that's like, no, no, yeah, no. Is no. It... It's not that much. It's under, okay. they're all under a million that I'm about to say. So, okay. Just 100,000 100, or something? Yeah. So, it's 83,000. 828 bucks for a, for a volleyball for a volleyball which probably costs 20 bucks or something I've got a I've got a funny story surrounding that volleyball I went to a festival in 2000 and let's say 8 years ago 2014 and the, the festival name was called Castaway and I walk into the toilet and there's some guy he's leant over the the urinal and he's got this volleyball in his hand that he has cut and he's pulled this st- he's put straw in it 
And he's, he's put like a red face on it. So he's holding it. The festival was called Castaway. He's leaning, taking a piss, holding the ball, just oh my god! <laughs> in the I was like, that is elite. That's so good. Uh, it was so good. Anyway, yeah. another side tangent. What a man. Hit me, hit, hit me with some more memorabilia. 83000 for a volleyball that costs, mm. what, 40 bucks? Yeah, it would have cost fuck all. would have cost fuck all. Like, and that's that's the thing. Like, the stories that you tell around certain things can just the be, sentiment of value. We discussed yeah, this the other week. We did discuss the sentiment this. of value you, that you apply to things. You you will always value something much more than somebody else will. Yep, hundred percent. So he obviously loved that. All right, the next one's a little bit more. So the iconic film of um, Back to the Future Two, I believe it was number two, um, the hoverboard. What do you reckon? Oh, two hundred thousand, two fifty thousand, quarter. Yeah, of it was it was signed as well. So five hundred and one thousand two hundred. Anonymous buyer. So that's just that's thirty six years ago as well when it was released. Yeah, wow. And it's still going for that much money. Crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a hover. I guess it's a hoverboard. Like, come but on, but pretty- some <laughs> someone that's buying that has got. Millions of dollars, and oh, it's just yeah. like them spending two hundred bucks on something. It's just mm-hmm. like it's nothing. It's nothing yeah. to them, is it? Yeah. You know? But I thought that was that was crazy, and yeah, and they're auctions as well. So obviously, when there's more buyers, more people are going to like bet that little bit more than if you were just to put a normal bet in. So, more hype. Oh yeah, big hype. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty interesting. Alrighty, that's it. Let's get stuck into the questions. Yeah, let's do it. G'day everyone, it's Brad here again. Just before we get to the questions, could you please share this with someone? The only way that we're going to reach more people and send a great message out to everyone is if you can share it, if you can like and review, give us a five-star review or share it with one of your friends or family. As you can tell, we don't run ads on this podcast at the moment. So if you could just do this one thing for us so that we can grow, we truly appreciate it. Cheers. Question number one, how do you recommend staying on track during the holiday Christmas period? Yeah, this one is a big one as it comes around every year and you get the same question and you've got one person going, don't track, you'll be right, enjoy yourself, which I love. And then another's like, do this like fasting and save your calories and just eat your protein first and and Pack still your enjoy it. Yeah, get your Tupperware in. Make sure you just iron it off. You don't have to be full-on strict, but, you know, just iron it off, like, roughly. As long as you're within 10%, it's all good. Like, fuck, man. Like, this is the holidays. So, if you're dieting during the holidays, you are crazy. I've done it. I've done it before. Um, but I usually take Christmas off. And think about it. Like, what days are actually during the holidays that you would actually eat a lot more than normal and drink a lot more normal. Christmas, maybe. Uh, New Boxing Year's. Day. Boxing Day, if you're watching the cricket as well. Um, that's three over like that few weeks. And I get that people are off work, so they do feel like they're a lot more um, <clears throat> festive and, and all that kind of stuff. So you just really got to think of like what you actually want to achieve over these holidays. And I get that... Um, the new year's coming and sometimes it is good to um, go into the new year uh, like new year new me kind of thing like I get that and some people do feel refreshed so you can look at it two ways so it's up to you like you want to stay on track like what does what does on track look like for you is it still eating 
healthy, then eat healthy. If it is it going to the gym, like you're not not going to go to the gym on Christmas. Like some people work out on Christmas, some people don't. Like it just depends where you where you are. Like mm. if you've if you're if you're trying to take away things and it's disrupting like your family time, that's where I see a problem with it. Of like, no, I need to eat out of my Tupperware. I need to like if you're if you've got a bodybuilding show or something, fair enough. But even then, like, what's like one day out of you know a six month cut or whatever? So you you really got to like look at your values of okay, I actually want to enjoy this and enjoying it, which means like it's family time now, friends, family, whatever. It's I'm just gonna have whatever I want, but within reason. Like you don't have to scuff like stuff yourself that you're like dying on the couch. If you want to, that's fine as well. Um, but you just got to have the mindset of this is just like a day that only comes around like once a year. And if you um, think of it like that of it's okay, like in the new year, I'm just going to hit it hard. Then do that. Like both of us have started diets like a few months ago. And so we're prepared for this weekend, like uh, for the Christmas, Christmas and holiday break. Because we just we just know this is just an ev- never ending cycle of as soon as December hits you go, oh shit how do I, how do I stay on track like, are you even on track for one like mm. have you even been on track this whole time why are you asking us questions now it's like Christmas you know it's coming <laughs> like yeah you, you should know by now like I'm I'm not trying to dig at the person asking this question but it's like you know what to do you know how to stay on track if you stayed on track this whole time just do that and if there's going to be food there that you enjoy eat it. Like there's nothing wrong with that, and then the next day you can go train, like, or just have a few days up, have a have a deload, have a have a refit, have a a diet break, like do whatever the fuck you want. To be honest, but like, I, it's, you know, it's coming, so just just be mindful, really. Yeah. So the question is, how do you recommend staying on track during the period? So my my theory, and this is how I coach people through the Christmas period, is I try and get them into shape leading into December. So I start in October. So I'm not thinking of the the Christmas period. I'm thinking in October and I want to get them into as lean a shape as possible and potentially be low calorie come the start of December. I then look to build up their calories throughout that period. So they're at a higher calorie point, not gaining weight around that Christmas period. That gives them more calories to enjoy food, whatever it may be. If they want to stay on track, I'm like, no worries, stay on track. Just don't be the asshole that brings Tupperware to Christmas lunch because no one likes that guy. Mm, poor girl. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've been there myself. I've done it. I will never be doing that again. Just it's, it's Christmas. It happens once a year. I see the maths. If you take out the whole month of December from your entire year, that is eight percent of your year. Now we preach the eighty twenty rule, correct? Mm. So eight percent. You've still got a whole nother month that you could write off and you could still be well within that 80-20 rule. Now, we're not saying write off the whole month of December. Still be mindful about your food choices. If health is a top priority priority to you, you will continue to do that. You will continue to train. Mm-hmm. But just don't beat yourself up for enjoying some Christmas food or slightly overeating or indulging in drinks or living your actual life because you should always be choosing memories over macros. It's only the Christmas of 2022 once in your entire life and then it's gone 
and you'll never get to experience Christmas of 2022 ever again. So you might as well enjoy it and make the most of it. Same goes for New Year's. It's only going to be the turning of the new year to 2023 once in your entire life. So make the most of it. Make it memorable. Don't worry about the macros. Always choose memories over macros because you can undo one week's one one day's worth of weather damage in the in the week following. It's the, about the habits that you do consistently over time that matter most, not one day or two days of the year. So I will coach all my clients through this, and the way that I'll get them to train is I will train change all of their training blocks. And if they're listening to this, they'll know I've changed everyone's training blocks to strength focused. So I've moved them away from trying to build muscle or trying to progress and away from body image and I'm moving them purely on okay let's if you do overeat let's get stronger mm. let's 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 focus on that so just shift your mindset away from body image and anything like that just focus on strength focus on enjoying yourself focus on living your life and yeah that that's that's a top priority rather than how many grams of protein are in this lamb roast that mum has prepared and <laughs> can I eat these potatoes or there's oil drizzled over that? Like it's not worth worrying about. It's enjoy, mm. enjoy the time with family and friends because time you cannot get back. Mm. I like that. Memories over macros. <laughs> that, yeah. Memories good. over macros. Did you come up with that? That's fucking great. I've, I've said it for a while, but I don't think I've okay. come up with it, but, but no. always, always choose memories over macros. I love that. That's, yeah. that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, strength, strength blocks are good. Um, but also you can just fucking have a deload if you want. Like yeah, exactly. Most, most like, unless you're full on dedicated, most people when like, I don't give my clients deloads because of this reason, like throughout the year, they're going to have birthdays. They're going to have holidays. They're just going to be, yep. they're going to deload themselves throughout the year. Um, it's when you've got like the full on fitness fanatics when you're like, okay, now we need, we probably need to deload this week or whatever. So I love I love what you're saying with the the memories over macros. That's great. Put that on a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you got you got to enjoy it because yeah, like you said, everyone else is kind of in that whole festive holiday season as well, as well. So you, you got to enjoy it. And if you're if you're worrying about food, bringing food like Tupperware or just worrying about what's going on in what the macros are in, in certain foods, that's an unhealthy way to look mm-hmm. about it and it's healthier eating that food with your family and enjoying yourself than it is to worry about what the fuck's in the food so obviously yeah. be mindful and and yeah enjoy yourself i think i think we need well that was actually a pretty good answer i don't know if we should do a whole new a whole episode around that how to stay on track during the, the or Christmas yeah period. just yeah i think so i think we need to do like a full episode on it or something because I think a lot of people, they they have so much to say around it, and questions come up all the time around that as well. It's nuanced, nuanced to the individual, but mm. like I mentioned, my my approach, and I even do the same thing myself. Like I dieted down leading into December, yeah, and now exactly. I'll continue to focus on strength for the next four to five weeks. I'll continue to bump my calories up to give my to get myself close to maintenance come Christmas, and then if I go over. I go over. I'm not too worried because I put myself in a in a position beforehand where I'm rather lean and mm. uh, I, I'm got no issue with gaining a little bit of body fat and I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of myself Christmas Day. I can guarantee you that. Oh, 100. percent And I think it must. I don't know if it's the same question with the Northern Hemisphere as well because it is winter over there and they've got jumpers and cardigans on and they just 
I guess, don't care too much about. They might be in a bulking season over yeah. winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might be different for uh, for the older Northern Hemisphere people out there. But for us down here, it's summer and um, getting the rig out. Getting the rig out is <laughs> you got to start. We we said it on the podcast, didn't we? Like two three months ago, we're like, if you want to start, it's best to start now. And we've been yeah. your little warning sign for the last few months. And it's still like you got another month. So, you know, best time to start was yesterday, but might as well start now. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Question number two. What is the healthiest fast food option? Fuck knows, eh? Like this could be like, I don't even know. What's the healthiest fast food option? So I'll give you mine. So this question I think has come with, to me with the intent of what option can I get on the go, like from a um, a McDonald's, a Subway, a KFC, a whatever it may be, what's the healthiest option for me to go to there? The healthiest and probably fastest fast food option you can get is a protein shake and a piece of fruit. A protein shake is bang, done, fast, convenient, cheap, piece of fruit. You can carry it with you. You can just go into a supermarket and get it, bang, done. Easy, super super convenient, super fast. So that's where I would lean towards rather than giving someone a recommendation for like a healthy meal at Macca's or KFC. But we've touched on it before. Any food can be part of a healthy diet mm. provided it allows you to maintain a healthy body composition. Yeah. And also I think asking yourself like why you're in a situation where you have to pick up fast food as well in Great the first point. place. Like – if you're like, oh, yeah, what can I just grab on the way to where? Like, where are you going? You're going to work? Like, why didn't you prepare food the night before? Like, I know everyone's busy and stuff, but if you can just like prepare two or three meals in front or make more when you're having dinner so then you got leftovers for the next day and situations you may be like driving a lot, which is where that protein shake and fruit or whatever, if you're like at a service station or something, might have it or a protein bar or something like that, great. That's fine, but I think there are other options of like what's the what's the time difference of from when you've left wherever you are because there's always food around, so mm-hmm. there's always options to have and like there's supermarkets in most places unless you live like in the fucking sticks. Fair enough, you might have to. I know people that do so and they probably listen. So like I'm talking to you, like you got to really <laughs> prepare. You got to really prepare with that one. But for most people, they live like within five, 10 minutes of like a service station or at least um, like a Woolworths or a Coles or uh, a supermarket. So even in there, there's options of, you know, having like half a chicken or whole chickens and, and stuff like that. There, there are things like in fruit and, and whatever, like it's a lot easier to go into a Macca's drive-thru and then come out within like five or 10 minutes. And I, and I mm-hmm. understand that. And that's fine here and there. But it's like if you're going to consistently do that over time, one, probably not the best for your health. And two, it's like you, you really got to look at why you're going in there. Like is it because you've just finished work, you're stressed and you can't be fucked cooking? All right, now let's go back to the drawing board and go, all right, maybe if I can't be fucked cooking, maybe I get like a meal prep service delivered to me every week or something. Like – these things like you're you're asking this question now, which means you're you've been in this predicament a lot. Mm-hmm. So now it's time. Okay, I don't want this to happen as much anymore. Like it's not gonna, you're not gonna like rule it out 100. percent And I get that, 
but there is going to be times when you're like, no, I know that if I just prepared, I wouldn't have to, I wouldn't be in this situation. So meal prep services, there's plenty around now, like, um, and you can meal prep yourself if you do have the time. And then the third option is obviously going to like the healthy option would be like the protein, some sort of protein source. If there's fruit in the grab fruit as well. Um, and then the other option also is just don't eat until you get home Fast. or wherever the fuck you are. Like if you're away on a road trip, it might be a little bit different, but like you don't have to have that shit. Like, yeah, teach your body not to eat for a few hours. Like you don't have to eat every two or three hours. It's fine. Um, unless that obviously leads to more binging, then obviously grab something small. Um, but yeah, that's what, that's what I would say. It's like you're in this situation because you haven't prepared on the back end. So you need to prepare or as what is it like preparing to prepare to prepare preparing to fail i was just about to say yeah yeah exactly so make sure you prepare (laughs) yeah i'm i'm glad you went there because i was probably going to lean towards that as well but Mm. you said it all nicely mate thanks big dog question number three should i be taking vitamins that is a very broad question. You should be taking your vitamins in the form of food. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I think this question comes from like a multivitamin or some other sort of vitamins. And personally, unless you are deficient, you do not need to take vitamins. Um, so, I would, one, I'd probably just get like a, a blood test to see if you are deficient. And like, because the thing is, people who go like here on the internet, Oh, I like. Are you are you tired? Do, do you suffer from fatigue or mental fatigue, or um, do you sometimes just not feel like doing anything? Then you need this supplement, like of vitamins. It's just like unless you are actually deficient, like that's just like normal, very broad kind of um, symptoms that most people suffer from a day to day, just from being alive. So unless you are full on deficient, like anemic you might need some iron i would get checked it's mainly women that i'm talking about most men don't really um have iron deficiency just because well we don't have a menstrual cycle so we don't like <laughs> bleed it out um it's actually probably important to maybe give, give blood, blood it's, yeah it's well. the opposite yeah yeah um so it's probably best and healthy to give blood if you if you are a male one thing you're like lowering those iron stores so you don't like get too much iron in you um until you're helping out people out there as well that need the Need that blood. Um, but yeah, I would say unless you know what you are deficient in, there is no point buying vitamins at all. Like I've done um, like a couple of researches uh, a few days ago about this specific question and the consensus was like um, it's it's too broad to take a multivitamin. Like if you want to, that's fine. And there are there is some research showing like obviously people that take more vitamin like multivitamins are overall healthy, but that could just be a healthy user bias. And so I did research on that just just before we started this podcast and I was like I was Googling it and I was like, hang on, people that are taking multivitamins are obviously more concerned about their health. So therefore they're gonna have better health outcomes. And I was like well, yeah. the, the, any any research that I'm looking at here, unless they take out that bias somehow, which would be extremely difficult to do, it, it's mm-hmm. almost rendered rendered useless. Yeah, so exactly. I'm glad and you then, touched on that. Yeah, exactly. And then um, you go into like examine.com and they're just like, yeah, there's there's no point taking it. And examine.com for people that don't know is just one of the best 
websites that does research, unbiased research on, on human studies. Yeah, yep, there's human studies. There's also like rat studies as well, but like on human studies on all supplements. So you just, if you're worried about a supplement, just type it in there, examine.com, and it comes, it gives you a breakdown. Um, they've redesigned their whole website. It looks great. I'm a, I'm a premium member, so I get to see all the studies. Um, but there's a free version as well. Like you just can't read what studies that they go into. Um, but it does tell you the eff- efficacy of like, does it improve this? Does it lower this? Blah 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 kind of thing. So you can kind of see that, but you just can't go into the studies, which is why I can and I can tell you about it. So yeah. you can either get the subscription or just listen to the shit that I say sometimes. So yeah. So what do you reckon? So to short to short shorten Brad's answer, should I take vitamins? If you are deficient, yes. Done. Yeah. Clip, yeah. clip that. <laughs> clip clip uh, that, Jackson, or whoever's edit. <laughs> I, I'm actually not a fan of multivitamins for two reasons. So one, let's say you're taking a multivitamin on top of a already fairly well thought out and balanced diet. Let's say you're consuming a lot of vitamin A, so you consume a lot of strawberries, capsicums, all that, all that whatnot. Like or liver. Vitamin A. Yeah, vitamin A heavy foods. Liver, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's so let's say you're consuming a lot of that. You then go and take a multivitamin, which has vitamin A in it. You could then have too much vitamin A and get a, a toxicity of too much of having vitamin A. So I'm not a big fan of multivitamins for that reason, number one. Number two is I feel as though people use a multivitamin as a crutch for a poor diet. It's like, oh, I've eaten shit. Oh, I'll just take a multivitamin. She'll be all sweet. In my opinion... <laughs> It doesn't work that way. You've still got the poor diet. It's just crutching your cr- crutching you around. It's like you've got a broken leg, and you're like, "Yeah, nah, I won't. I won't have surgery and fix the leg. I'll, I'll just go on around a crutch for the rest of my life." Mm-hmm. No, please don't take a vit- multivitamin for that reason. So, so expensive piss. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So l- last week when I was feeling a bit ordinary and I thought I might have been getting a bit of a flu, I was loading up on vitamin C, and. My the, just the color of my urine was just the color of the vitamin C tablets, and I was like, it's just going straight yeah. through me. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you can only absorb so much vitamin C. So yeah, I heard a great analogy from Danny Mantranga, who said that with in terms of vitamins, there is it's not like a it's not like a bank. Like you can't just keep depositing money, and it keeps keeps building and building and building. And it's like, oh, I haven't re- achieved any. I'll just retrieve some from the bank. It's like if you don't use it when you've consumed it, it's bang, pissed out. It's, it's oh, this is excess. I don't need it. You can't just save it there for a rainy day when you do need it and it gets used. And I thought that was a really good analogy. Like, what what do you mean by that? I'm so, that. What, what he's saying is if if you're not spending money at the moment, you, keep, you can keep depositing into a bank, depositing into a bank, depositing into a bank. Then when you want to go spend a whole heap of money, in other words, you have a poor diet and you're not consuming vitamin-rich foods, you can't just then go and grab from mm. that grab from that bank because it's gone. It's it's regardless of excess and surplus, the body's gone, okay, we'll filter this through. We don't need it. We've used all that we can. Bang, it gets filtered out. It, it doesn't it doesn't work like a bank in terms of you can go back and go, okay, I'll just pull from that because I consumed heaps the day beforehand. It, it doesn't work that way. The body filters it out and, and processes it and goes, I've used all that I can and the rest is surplus to requirements. Yeah. The only, the only thing I would say on that is the um, fat-soluble vitamins, they build up. But the water solubles don't. So A, yes. D, E, and K are all fat soluble, <laughs> but the rest, rest don't. So I just wanted to chuck that in in that little bank analogy there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Question number four 
What does a day look like for you in the way of eating and exercise? All right. So let's let's go with uh, a normal day. So I would probably wake up <laughs> and I would have a cup of coffee um, with some oat milk just because I like the taste, not because um, I don't like cow milk or anything. I just prefer oat milk. Um, and then around 10, 10.30, I'll have some sort of meal, like depending if I'm training, it would be um, if it's if it's a big session, make sure I'd have some sort of carb. So it could be um, either like bacon and eggs or with some beans and stuff, not so much the whole eggs, like more egg whites than it is like full fat eggs, um, like the egg yolk, I mean. And then during like I would train and then I'd either have like a protein shake after or I would have just like a chicken parmy that I've made. I cycle through a lot of like chicken parmies, chicken stir fries, bone broths, or like a mince, like a 5% mince meat with veggies in that. Um, and then, yeah, at night, either a bone broth or um, some yogurt with like blueberries, some syrup and a bit of protein powder with like a little bit of granola and shit. Um, and throughout the day, I'm I'm walking, getting my steps up and that either at work or just for conscious walks throughout the day but my i don't have a specific training time it just depends like what i'm doing but i prefer it between the hours of like 10 and 2 usually unless i'm with my missus where we'd work out a little bit later and that just and then that'll determine what pre-workout i have so if i only have like an hour before i have to work out that's a shake and a banana straight away and i'll either have like a monster or a pre-workout but other than that drink a lot of water drink Probably too much Pepsi Max and Coke Zero. <laughs> I just, I just love it so much. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, before I guess before I go to bed, I'll have like a a tea, uh, like chamomile tea or some sort of yep. caffeine free tea uh, with some L-theanine in it, which just helps me go to sleep um, and have my quality of sleep it just seems to be a lot better if I'm stressed out and I take that. Um, but yeah, throughout the day, I've, I've got like a massive bottle bottle of water, which is oh, right here. It's like a 1.9 liter bottle of water that I just carry around everywhere. And I'll just drink it whenever I am thirsty because your body's pretty good at the regulation of your thirst. Um, hit the sauna like I did today. Oh, no, I didn't. Yesterday, sorry. Hit the sauna, have sauna chats. Um, <laughs> but that's the way of my eating. And then like, if I feel like going out to dinner or ordering something, I will, but I barely, I barely like order Uber Eats and stuff unless I'm hungover, <laughs> like, which is hardly ever anymore. And same with the drinks, like I only drink now on occasions um, or if I really want to and I don't, I don't have hard or fast rules with that stuff. And sometimes like if I'm hungry early in the morning as well, like seven, eight o'clock, I'll eat then. But I'm, I usually eat around that 10, 10, 30 mark is when I get hungry. Um, I prefer I prefer that. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'm just like ravenous in the morning and I'll, and I'll eat and don't have massive rules around what foods I can't or can have. Like all foods are fair go with me, like caramel koalas, like all that kind of shit. <laughs> like I love that. I love that stuff. And if I'm tracking, which I am, um, I can work it in with my calories and just knowing that I can do that and work it in with my calories and have whatever food, it's 
just less stress and it's within ranges. So I'd make sure that I have a calorie range, I have a calorie target for my protein and I just let carbs and fat fall where they may because they can be up and down. I, um, yeah, I'm not like huge on rice, um, <laughs> but I will have like sweet potato fries um, as a carb source and oats and, and stuff like that yep. when I when I feel like it and fruit. Yeah, love my apples. Love my Granny Smith apples, mate. And obviously, Pink banana. Lady Brother. Oh, really? Yeah, that's like my yeah. missus. But yeah, I prefer um, the old Granny Smith. So that's just, yeah, and I just cycle through them. Sometimes I have salmon. It just As long as there's a protein source and some veggies yep. and some sort of fruit, I'm great. And then if I feel like it, I'll have um, uh, like a starch or something. But it's it's not a got to have this bang, bang, bang. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty hungry now. I'll, I'll eat. Like I used to be very regimented with the times, but like when you're dieting, you've only got so much calories. So it's best just to go with your hunger cues. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the opposite to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I am, I, I am very, very regimented with when I eat, including on weekends. I try and eat around the same times to keep that regular circadian rhythm of when I'm getting food coming in to help with my sleep because I was noticing my sleep was suffering on the weekends because I was a bit erratic with my eating habits. Um, but a typical day for me, let's talk Monday to Friday, I wake up about 4.30. Um, I start work at quarter past 5, 5.30, whatever it may be. I will have my first meal around 8, 8.30. I will then train at 10, 10.30. Um, I finish work around 2, 2.30. I will have a meal after I finish training as well, finish work around 2, 2.30, get home, have something to eat at 3, and then I eat again at, at 5.30, and then I'm in bed by 7.30, 8 most nights reading. Um, my meals typically, it depends on if I have sessions after I train or not. So if I have sessions after I train, I quite like coming home and having a smoothie, particularly with the, the warmer weather at the moment. So my breakfast would actually be rice, chicken, and beans, which I it, it, breakfast food, does not phase me at all. So when I was working shift work in London, I would be eating crazy foods at different times and mm. just the concept of a breakfast food totally went out the window for me. So I will eat what feels good in my stomach before I train and chicken, rice, beans, quarter of an avocado seems to be a great pre-workout meal and then have a smoothie afterwards. If I am eating at work, it'll be the other way around. So I'll have oats, I'll have that smoothie but in like an overnight oats form for brekkie and then I'll have chicken, beans, rice as a post-workout meal. Three o'clock meal is usually a stir fry or salad of some sort. And then dinner is typically a mince sauce, usually beef, and it's like a, a loaded fries or a pasta or something like that. But mm. yeah, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm pretty generic Monday to Friday, and that's why I'm so flexible over the weekends. But it'd be the same during Monday to Friday, it'd be the same seven to eight meals that I continually eat. It's just I will go off how I feel that day. And if I want to, added shake that day i'll have an added shake so today for example i had a shake because it's so bloody hot Mm. yeah exactly and um when i'm with my missus we uh just have (laughs) sometimes like hello fresh as well and then like going out as well well that's the experience of cooking something together right that's that's when food isn't necessarily about health the more healthy thing you can do is have the experience with your partner and, and your relationship so we touched on that with the Christmas chat as well of mm. what will be better for your health. Exactly. Um, right. stre- stressing about the food or enjoying the moment and bonding and feeling love and mm-hmm. yeah. 
yeah, it's a big part of everyone's life because everyone's got to eat. That's the thing. Like, can you go so so long without eating? Okay, so that's it for the questions for today. Make sure you are following us at brain.body.movement, at Brad Dapper, and at Brock underscore Dalgleish. And you can ask us a question whenever we put up a sticker box or send us a DM. We just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. If you enjoyed or took any value at all from this episode, we would really appreciate it if you took a screenshot and shared to your Instagram stories. We'd also love if you shared it with family and friends and left us a five-star review. And don't forget to turn on post notifications so you don't miss an episode in the future. But before we go, we can leave you with a few things. Make it embed, get your steps in, and be kind to one another. Cheers. So, if I was to ask you what piece of uh, movie memorabilia you would pay like an extraordinary, extraordinarily, or an exorbitant, what's the word? Exorbitant? Exorbitant? How much would you pay for a lot of, <laughs> like, how much money? Fuck, let me restart that one. <clears throat> Which piece of uh, movie? Oh my god! Just give me a sec. I'll put this at the end. Don't worry. Which piece <laughs> of movie- <laughs> Which piece of? Oh my god! We're gonna run out of time, Bradley. That's all right. 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 All right. Let's go out and then go back in. <laughs>